So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock. Bringing your inner life to your everyday life. everybody to this Tuesday edition of Everyday Connection. I'm Rico Shields and off here to my left, Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? I'm okay now. Yeah, it's much better now, isn't it? Yeah. We as hosts may not be listening to the pleasant musical breaks that that happen during the night because they may not be pleasant on this end. Bill says it sounds great over there. So. Well, that's good. Okay. It does that to us, folks. We we get the, sometimes just the most distorted, nasty. Ooh. I don't know if it has something to do with the fact that blog talk doesn't talk back to us very much. I don't know. But ah, uh, see, it happens to Bill too. So it's a blog talk thing. Yay. So. Yes. Jane. It is a blog talk thing. So, Rick, what's up? Oh, uh, I don't know. Eclipse coming. What's down? You know, I've been been waxing my surfboard, you know, trying to be prepared like a Boy Scout, sort of. But hard to prepare for what you don't know because I'm trying not to put any – Not I'm trying not to bring any of my old energy expectations with me into the new year or new age or both. <laughs> well, it just, you know, uh, spirit always imagines things better than, it's like Bashar says, our imagination, like the best you can imagine is like, that's like the starting point for your higher self. So don't, you know, you can visualize stuff to get feelings, but don't put conditions on the outcomes. And so I'm trying not to, you know, decide how wonderful it is, but, you know. I know it's going to be wonderful. That works. Doesn't that work? Yeah, that works. Wonderful. That works. Good. So, how are you in the frigid north? I I have a fire. I'm cool. I'm good. Been, we I've have been, snow. Yeah, I've been watching your temps up there thinking, wow. You know what? Yeah, and, and every other year, I, I think the only year I ever remember not bitching about the cold was probably um, probably when I was pregnant. Because I put on 90 pounds when I was pregnant, so I was I was well insulated. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, cooled, it cooled off again a little bit today, but it was um, it was 30 but yesterday. Now, but now I have I have uh, I have wood stove, and 
So I'm down with going out in the cold, you know, during the day and then coming home at the end of the day. And there's nothing better at the end of the day than being able to kick up your heels and wash the fire. Uh, a little hot apple cider Start. and some fire. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I do hot like apple that. Cider. Yeah, that's what I'm drinking. Hmm? I said, yeah, hot apple cider, that's what I'm drinking. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know. Well, it always could be that hard apple cider. You never know. <laughs> I actually sell that down here in the stores. Some kind of hard cider or something. I don't know. Anyway, we had a really wonderful conversation that began uh, in our pre-show. Um, and um, so we're we're going to continue that. And uh, everybody, Hawkeye, Bill, glad you're with us. Uh, I hope uh, I sent word to Janet and all the crew, so they'll probably come stumbling in. Eventually, I would imagine, yes. Okay, I was just checking. You don't have very much to say, apparently. Who, me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I thought you were just about to introduce our freaking guest because we were having a conversation before the show, a great conversation before the show with our guest, and there you were going. You were on that that track. You were headed in that direction, and then all of a sudden, off to the chat room. And I was like, where the hell is he going? Where is he going? Hi, Inez. I don't know what I'm doing. Hello. (laughs) How are you, love? What's new? What's going on? (laughs) Lots and lots of things happening. How are the two of you? Fantastic. Rick, how are you? Lovely. (laughs) (laughs) That came with a pause. (laughs) Or, you know, whichever of those. Okay, so before the show, we were talking a little bit about um, the celestial events. Now, I'm I'm not an astrologist, so my my understanding of it is very limited from that perspective. However, however, um, <laughs> I can explain or mirror back to you basically what I've been going through. And um, if we if we go back a while, I, I really want to go back to end of October for this because that's really where the shifts started to happen for me personally, and I know for a lot of people and a lot of clients I work with as well. In uh, end of October, as you will likely recall, we had um, Hurricane Sandy. Now I live on the um, East Coast in the New York area. And, uh, you know, when they said, oh, you have a hurricane coming, I'm going to be honest, all of us, we just turned our eyes up to the sky and said, yeah, right. Well, that bit us kind of (laughs) in the butt, so to speak. (laughs) But what I really want to get into was um, the dynamic of the storm, which is so fascinating to me, apart from the the destruction, obviously, and the the um, you know the the incredible costs to human life, to um, uh, to buildings and structures, uh, to the infrastructure here, etc. I mean, these are all aspects that 
kind of need to be looked at. But what I really want to get into is that the night of the storm, I was sitting in my living room and I was one of the very last people in the entire area here to uh, to lose electricity. I lost electricity at 10.30 at night. Uh, most already began losing by around 6 in the afternoon, 5 or 6 o'clock in the afternoon, and then it went in stages. And what I want to get at was as I was sitting here and I was listening to the wind howling around the house, I was I, I started tapping into Sandy, which sounds odd, but it really isn't odd if you if you begin to understand every storm has a consciousness. Why why would it be odd if we we talk about our planet as having consciousness? We talk about plants and animals as having a consciousness. So why would it be odd for anything that the planet creates to also have its own consciousness? I mean, I, I, I would imagine a storm would have a personality. Exactly, and and that's that that is something that I really only fully realized um, as Sandy was approaching. It was like I I started tapping into this consciousness, and and I could feel um, a yelling a uh, crying out I want to be heard and it was it was like a, an entire build up of emotions it was like the, the 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 storm to me was essentially just mass consciousness emotions that's how that's how I how I experienced it so I I looked at this and I, I and I I heard I want to be heard I want to be accepted and so what i did was i tried or i attempted to create a space for sandy so i just held the space for the storm to wash through do whatever it needs to do um but basically and 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 basically bring bring a type of honoring toward the storm so it was a, it was a very interesting dynamic one that i have i had not experienced previously and so anyway shortly thereafter uh, the electricity went out and um and as most people know uh, it, it went anywhere from a few days out to a few weeks and obviously there's still some areas that are you know reeling from this but what I find fascinating is that it came back to again clearing out emotions as I was walking along, especially along my parents' neighborhood um i I saw lots of people outside on the street, something that's unheard of in the area. It is unheard it's totally anonymous usually. And so people were out on the street. They were talking. They were, you know, coming together. You know, we went we we went to various little cafes and restaurants over the over the course of the week just to keep warm. And everywhere people were coming together. So to me, this entire experience was, yes, one of you know brutal force. 
but at the same time of a huge heart opening for so many people. Because you began to work with one another. You asked, where can we get gasoline? Where can we get batteries? Where can we get a generator? Where can we do this and that? And all of a sudden, people started to really open up toward experiencing a positive side to all of this, which was the joining of energies, the joining, the, the heart opening, the, the experiencing of you know, reaching a hand out to others rather than everything being the usual anonymous, you know, experience that we often have. So that was, that to me was really interesting. Then in the following days, um, as the days went along, uh, nerves got raw, obviously, you know, no electricity, no heat, no hot water, no internet, no phone service. I mean, most of us didn't even have cell phone service here. Uh, Verizon's entire system here in, in where I live was was completely, it was done with. It didn't work. So there was very little, you know, communication available to us, um, except for, you know, some little spots with Wi-Fi here and there. Uh, the point being that I, I experienced this as raw emotions coming up. I was at the end of four days, my, my nerves were blank and it wasn't just me and I could see it everywhere. Yet somehow, you know, it, it, it allowed for this incredible flush of emotions and that's where I want to hook in to what's going on energetically right now. Because from that point on, we have been flushing and flushing and flushing and dealing with emotions as they come up. We are being required to speak our truth, to be our truth, to live our truth. No hiding, no masks, no nothing. You have to be the way you truly are. And the moment that you go against that, you, I at least, experience the equivalent of a slap on my wrist. So it's it's been interesting, and now we're, you know, we had the, the first the solar eclipse, and now we're going into the, the lunar eclipse, and we had Mercury retrograde, and we have a zillion things going on at the same time. And I find the 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 energetics really interesting as we're you know we're rocking and a rolling uh, through this time, and we are you know we are being pushed to um, stand in our truth, no longer put up with things that are are not acceptable to us, to state our needs, to be beco to become aware of what it is that we need. There's no shame, and this is one of the things that's been coming up really strong, strongly, there's no shame in having needs. It's, it, it's something that we experience, and, you know, having, you know, when, when things are out of balance, Basically, this storm threw us out of balance, and you know the 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 various celestial events are throwing us out of balance. But what they're actually creating is the desire and the energetic input to recreate a balance. So I don't know how you feel about this. Well, it almost feels like a 
uh, a, re- a reboot, a restart on your computer. Like um, all out of balance things are weird is kind of like, wow, nothing's working. Whoa, what? And you hit restart, and it you start again with, in this case, an upgraded operating system, and and <laughs> it's kind of still a little weird because you're not really sure how the new operating system works. <laughs> you know, uh, you just changed from PC to Mac or or you know something, and um, and 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 so you're a little bit you know, it's all there, but you're not sure how it works and. Uh, but but there is something to be said, having been through two really big uh, nasties down here in Houston. Um, there is something to be said for the power of a storm like that bringing people together. Um, you know, the um, I saw a photo on Facebook of an Occupy truck uh, that had been, you know, was being run by the Occupy folks uh, under their new guise as Occupy Sandy, and they were feeding a FEMA team that didn't have any other way to get food out in the field where they were at that was hot, and uh, uh, and you know it got chilly up there not too long after the storm. So, um, and they were all it, it you know from the looks of the photo they were all they they all appeared very casual and you know comfortable with each other. And a year ago, anybody from the federal government, you know, was standing across the line from the Occupy people. And they were all looking at each other like, you know, we're going to have a war any minute. And, um, you know, people from in some of these oceanfront communities, there are sections that have been redeveloped into uh, wealthier folks' homes and still sections that are occupied by people that have been there all their lives grew up there and um, don't necessarily have that kind of monetary wealth. And yet here they are, they're all in the exact same boat. You could have all the money in the world, but when there's no electricity, there's no electricity. You know, it doesn't matter. You got 10 million bucks. You can't, nobody can get in there and do anything for you. Uh, well, I wouldn't actually say, sorry to interrupt, but I wouldn't actually say that they're all in the same boat. You see, the people who are used to functioning with less actually have kind of come out on top at right. this point. And because when you're dependent, like completely dependent upon your technologies and your comforts, those are the people that have been completely thrown for a loop. But the people who who are used to functioning, you know, on next to nothing or on faith, as it were, because that's our favorite word these days, is I I know it'll be fine, so I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing. Um, they're kind of sailing through this and able to actually help others. Well, and it 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 demonstrates to people what my father uh, made a point, particularly as he continued to advance in income and social stature and I was growing up in the midst of all that to hammer it into my head that that there was nobody on the planet that didn't have something to teach me uh, that the lowest ditch digger well he if nothing else digs ditches better than you do so you could learn that from him so shut your mouth and be respectful and see what you can learn and I love your dad isn't he cool isn't he cool <laughs> He he is full shit. He him and my grandma would have gotten along great. I mean, we had 
we had our differences like any kid grown up does, but uh, he there were some real pearls that he managed to get embedded down deep in there that I am very grateful for. And uh, uh, but that you know it, it the people that were down the beach and all of the developers could think about was why don't they go away so we can build some nice beach houses there are now the ones that are helping them get by. So they probably feel a little differently about those folks now. And that's, I think, a good thing. Well, one thing is for sure. I mean, there's been a major, major shift in, in I'm going to use the word perspective, in perspective of, you know, how how we basically, at the end of the day, we are all human and we all have so much in common even if we are very very different um that difference is again it's it's a perception it's not so much a fact and the the, the coming together has been i mean that was that to me was really interesting also i um i go to a local park here in the area and the park was closed for I'm going to say 10 days, round about 10 days, it was closed. And, uh, you know, the first few days I, I thought, okay, so what am I going to do now? Because I, I, I usually go into that park twice a day. And uh, and I needed the, you know, the distraction just from my everyday life. You know, my my work, my my, my regular work life was completely not i mean non existent for an entire week uh so i had a lot of time on my hands and um uh but any at any rate uh what i what i did do was eventually i just went into the park even though it was closed through side entrance and the vista was incredible uh it's a total of 60 topple trees approximately and just huge old trees but what was interesting is that it was a meeting point. It was a meeting point for all the dog people, all the people who have dogs and who were looking for a tiny bit of sanity in what seemed like total insanity were meeting there at specific hours. So it was really fascinating. As I was walking into the park, I thought I was going to be completely by myself and how wrong was I? I had all the, the 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 you know the the hardcore people who were consistently there with their dogs. They were all there, and you know it, it gave us time to exchange thoughts and ideas and feelings and talk about what was going on. And then one day, I uh, I was there with Sasha and. And I was noticing it was one of the, you know, about a week, a week or so in, and I was noticing the, um, the energy of of the people at the park becoming tense, very, very tense, and and very strained. And Sasha was um, attacked that day by a dog that she knows very, very well, and that she gets along great with usually. And so what I was noticing was that we were carrying all this stress and strain 
And what was happening was that our dogs were transmuting this, and at the same time, it kept jumping over to our dogs. So our dogs were were basically um, conduits to clear out the excess emotions and the excess feelings and um, the stress and the strain. And so it was interesting to me to see that, you know, little scuffle between Sasha and this other dog. Nothing serious happened. Um, but again, you know, oftentimes I will have, you know, if, if there are dog scuffles, I will oftentimes just simply jump in, jump in between. And there's never, you know, there's never a moment of hesitation. And this time I heard very clearly as I was moving into the scuffle, I heard back off, you'll get bit. And I jumped, I jumped right away out. And it was resolved very quickly and without anyone getting hurt. But I just thought it was interesting how, you know, that tension and that, that stress and that those that high, high emotional charge was actually transferring itself from everyone to everyone, from, you know, humans to animals and back and forth. It was like, it, it, it was, you know, the equivalent would be like a jumping bean. That's that's the image that I'm getting right now. That's that's how it seemed. It was it was incredible. Yeah, just percolating its way through, and I'm getting the image of like water when it enters the ocean. If it's you know left alone, those big deltas that turn into swamps that turn into the water percolates percolates through all of those different areas of life, mm-hmm. and the impurities are removed and handled. Yeah. And pure water then once again reaches the ocean. And it's but it's that percolating and that and everybody knows that if you go into that area where it's going on it doesn't smell great and it's, there's lots of bugs <laughs> and it's not really yeah. that much fun, you know, but it's doing its job. It's percolating away. And um uh, it's interesting too the way you mentioned that, you know, my workaday world life was sort of you know, on hold, non-existent for a week. That was that was true for most people, yes. uh, except emergency responders and the like. That uh, in that way too, there was sort of a you know a stepping back, a reset, a restart. A, um, you know, I'm sure some people will go right back afterwards, and everything will be just like it was for them, and they won't think much of it except the inconvenience. But uh, but I think more and more people are noticing these in whatever way they're able to notice these interconnections and how the interconnections are what helped ease the way for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, um, You know, some of the pictures I've seen, and and they remind me of things that happened here, but... um, uh, a picture of a uh, a plug strip hanging on a fence out in front of a house, and said, "We have we have power. Feel free to charge your cell phone." <laughs> that's and, that. Yeah. You know when when and and I, you could I couldn't really see the house in the picture, so I don't know. But that's sort of the point. It doesn't matter whether it was a brownstone or a shotgun shack. You know. Mm-hmm. 
And um, uh, so it it certainly was a powerful thing. And, you know, on their surface, these big tropical cyclones, that's what they do is move heat, excess heat from the tropics mm-hmm. where um, anybody that's sailed or read sailing stories, there's these areas called the doldrums right around the equator where the wind doesn't blow much, not, just nothing much happens. It's just kind of there. And so the sun beats down and the heat builds up and uh, it would be a very uncomfortable spot if there wasn't some way to redistribute that energy because once it's spread out enough, it's a hiccup. And that's what tropical cyclones do. They Mm -hmm. carry that energy. They carry that heat energy and they suck up heat energy out of the ocean as they go until they begin to get into cooler waters, and then they begin to disperse that energy. And um, uh, so in that mirror tradition, there's a lot of that that goes on with these things, because I remember when we had uh, Andrew, which was just a tropical storm. It wasn't even a hurricane. Uh, There was almost no wind damage to anything. But it came ashore... Uh, just a little bit west of Houston, and then it curled around and came right back and sat almost dead over Houston, and it it just sat there for about four days. It just rained (sighs) for four days. And it flooded the underground. You know, downtown there's tunnels that connect the buildings, and it it flooded all of that. Uh, You know, some of the stuff I saw in the news about New York, the hospitals losing their experimental rodents, because they were all in the basement. Mm-hmm. The hospitals here did. It set back their research programs a decade. Um, and, of course, all that's been protected now. And uh, and also, oddly enough, they have specific evacuation plans for all of their animals, which they didn't have before because they didn't really ever think about them. Mm-hmm. And now they think about them. Now, are they still experimental lab rats? Yes, but that's a big change instead of huge change instead of just planning to next time we'll know in advance we're going to lose our rodents it's we're going to protect them and defend them because they can't you know do anything and that you know people say well they're just trying to protect their investment or their but there's a there's a subtle energetic change in there that works in people, whether they even know it or not, I think. Mm-hmm. I agree, totally. It's very, it's a very um, raw human side that comes out. It's the, the you know, um, becoming aware of your own vulnerability also. I mean, that was, that was the word vulnerability. Oh my goodness, it has been coming up right and left for me. And also for clients, and it's it's um, you know it, it's being vulnerable and and understanding also that you know when we are when we are faced with with any type of you know experience like that um, you know be it an earthquake, be it a, um, a tsunami, be it a, a hurricane or you know typhoon or whatever you want to call it, it doesn't really matter. You know, you are, you know, you are really, you are really at the end of the day, very, very, very vulnerable. And um, when you 
get in touch with that vulnerability and when you get in touch with that that being um you know really basically having feeling like you have to have pure faith for survival you know i mean obviously for me in this area this wasn't this wasn't the case but i know in other areas and in other places that is the feeling that came up uh it, it 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 really you know you you begin to value your own life and you begin to value other people's lives in a whole different way and also you begin to value animals' lives in a whole different way. So with the the rodents, it makes perfect sense because there's that human aspect all of a sudden you realize oh you're 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 totally vulnerable and yes it's it's something you know you're you, you are basically responsible for these rodents even if quote unquote they are just rodents but there is a responsibility there and and you know we we are here to to care for the earth we are here to care for the animals and for the plants and for the trees and for everything and when we when we get in touch with being vulnerable that is something that does come up as well at least that's that has been my experience oh yeah and we've uh you know it's gone on to sort of permeate uh all the development that goes on in suburbia which is out where i am uh if you want to build an apartment complex now and pave over a bunch of land, you have to build a retaining pond mm-hmm. because you've caused a problem. There's now land that won't absorb rain, mm-hmm. so you're going to flood the people that are downstream of you. Mm-hmm. not really going to be a problem for you, but you're going to really inconvenience and or destroy some people downstream, and we're not going to let you do that. So if you want us to approve your plan to build apartments that's cool but you got to buy an almost equivalent amount of land and and dig it down like 10 foot deep mm-hmm. and um uh the county will maintain it once you do and in fact the county often puts like soccer goals and stuff down in there and of course you can't play soccer when it floods in there but it floods in there instead of flooding people yes and their houses and you know Generally, when it's a big storm, nobody's at the soccer field, very few anyway. So, uh, you know, they get the extra bonus of having a community space mm-hmm. when it's dry. And in my opinion, still a community space when it rains because it holds the overflow for the community and then lets it drain out gently when the time is right. It's It's a wonderful thing. And... Again, they're all small, subtle changes, but to me it's, it's uh, you know, and, and our downtown area did quite well when we went through Hurricane Ike. You know, they'd moved all their emergency generators up on the roof. They, you know, a couple of buildings, the big computer houses down there, they never went down. Our cell phones kept working, and Andrew, everybody lost their cell phones. All the cell towers <laughs> and things flooded, and they, that was that. And... um Oddly enough, I had internet, so all my friends were over. <laughs> we were using Yahoo Chat or something to make phone calls through some other 
anyway, I I was getting word out, so like everybody in the neighborhood was coming over, and I didn't have a headset at the time. I just had a microphone, so it was kind of like karaoke telephone at Rick's house. <laughs> anyway, um, it is it's a it's a massive thing. We do have a caller. I don't know if they have a question about their animals or uh, if they have a comment about the storm. But what do you think, Jane? Should we? They've been on the line about Absolutely. seven minutes. Should we bring them on and then we'll take a break? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't want to keep them hanging for too long. So, uh, caller from area code 707. Area code 707, tell us your name and what's your question or comment. Hi. Um, I'm thinking you need mean me. My name is Mindy. And, hi, Mindy. Um, hi. Hi. I live in California. I have a very special animal. And I just wonder if there's anything I need to know that I don't get automatically. She's taking care of me. Okay, I would need to know what kind of an animal. I would need to know also the name, please. Her name is Ladders, and she's a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel of an older sort. Okay. What was what was the name again? Sorry? Ladders. Ladders, okay. E-E-R-S. Okay, all right. And do you have any specific? Uh, is is there something? I mean, I, I understand your your question. I'm so very blessed to have her in my life. I just wonder if there's anything I'm missing that she needs or that I need to know. Okay, let's have a look here. Well, it's it's interesting. She's mirroring right back to you that actually she she's saying no 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 you have it all wrong. Um, you're not uh, um, the one who is blessed. She's the one who is blessed. She's the one who is blessed to have you in her life. In other words, she's incredibly grateful to be in your life. Um, I get it. it. Okay, all right. Just want to make sure. <laughs> we, we rescued it's, each other. It's, it's it's interesting because there's a lot of I, I can feel there's a, a strong heart to heart connection with her, and um, and I I just feel also a lot of it's just the, the impression she's giving me is like face to face cuddling and uh just being uh, that's that's that appears to be what she really thrives on she um i feel very um warm love so it's uh you know it, it's just very you know very very mutual um she feels as though she is treated very very well um i'm i'm getting almost the um the, the image i'm being shown is a silver platter <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm assuming you can relate to that <laughs> so she's that's that's how she feels how she's being treated um literally like royalty and um uh it, it just she she just enjoys being close to you very close physically close yes yeah, she does uh, that is that is like the the um the ener energy exchange here is very very interesting because um you know oftentimes our our animals will uh you know give us reiki or you know they will do some sort of an energy exchange with us even though we're not fully aware of it and i feel like uh ladders here is really uh she just thrives thrives off of being very physically close to you. 
Yes. So I had a girlfriend uh, say she can't be next to me without making out. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so because that's that's also the the, the face to face, the the having her on on the arm and cl- having close, you know, v- her in very close proximity, um, also very close proximity to your heart. Uh, to your heart area, um, that's something that she really enjoys as well. Um, she just thrives off of that warmth, off of that love, off of that connection. Um, you know, she she feels to me like she is the 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 kind of dog who, uh, you know, who prefers that human interaction with you rather than anything else. Oh um, yes. So, so if you would give her the choice, I'm just, you know, putting it out there. For example, you know, another dog or a, um, and you know, a, a ball or something like that. The choice is always clear. It's you. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, it's just totally clear. Um, very. She feels very, very loving, very kind, very gentle. And how did I luck out? So, or well, she said she did. Yes. <laughs> Well, um it, it's interesting. I'm 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 hearing that you, you you both needed that companionship. So you both needed that closeness, that opening of the heart, that heart energy exchange. Um that's something that both of you needed at the time that she came into your life. Yes. And um and it feels like you she supported you through a lot of things in your life, but she sees it. She sees it the other way around. She sees it that it's mutual. So it's very balanced. It feels like both of you um, are just. Uh, it's a funny term term to use. Um, if if we were talking about about two humans, I would say being in love. Um, I know. Okay, all right. That's that's the essence that's coming through. And it's a very beautiful, very very balanced love between the two of you. So it's really give and take and it's uh there's equilibrium there. Uh so she takes but she gives. I call her my love sponge for that very reason. Oh, yes, how beautiful. <laughs> a little bit and it comes back out. <laughs> So she feels good to me. She feels, um, you know. Uh, but I'm she, doing enough because she is quite old, you know, and I'm trying to preserve her. How, how old is she? Oh, she's uh, 11. All right. Okay. That's so. That's very close with what I was getting. I was getting 12. Um, so that's good. She's doing. You know, her health seems to be. Uh, still pretty good. I feel it's it's uh, it's it's um, feel, you know as long as she's close by and as long as there's you know that inter that that physical contact that physical interaction, um, she feels she feels good. She feels solid. I am not you know I'm 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 sensing yes she's a little bit on the older side, but you know given her age at least energetically she's uh-huh. doing. Well, yeah, she's in good shape for her age. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You made me all weepy about how much I love my dog. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll listen to the rest. All right. Yeah. Wonderful. Thanks. 
Yeah, everybody going in the chat room about the puppies. So, very good stuff. So, uh, Missy has called in, I believe. Well, yeah. And uh, you see when a caller hangs up and then stuff moves, and I don't, I'm like, who went where? Um, So, shall we take one more before we uh, run to break? Everybody all right? Absolutely. I'm fine. Okay. Me too. I haven't had enough coffee yet to have to go. (laughs) (laughs) So from area code 314, you're on the air. What's your name and your question? Hi, this is Missy. Hi, Missy. Um, I wanted to um, get a reading about my dog, Poochie. Okay. What kind of a dog is Poochie? She's a teacup poodle. Okay. And you have... <laughs> okay, somebody's heart just warmed up. <laughs> okay. Well, do you have any questions that would that would make it a little bit easier for me to tap into the energy? A place to start at least. Place to start, yes. Um What did the last caller say? I forgot. It was like the same question. Is there is there um, anything that uh Pucci's Wanting or needing or desiring yeah. that you're not giving? Is that Oh, well, I think, yeah, yeah. Is, is that what you would like to know? Or, do, I mean, if sure. you, the floor is open. Yeah, you can ask anything. Every, there's no off-limits topics here. Yes, there's no, there's no limitation here. So if you have a different question, that's fine, too. I like that question. Oh, you do. Okay, all right. Okay, so let's have a look here at Poochie. <laughs> I'm laughing because the energy that's coming through is um <sighs> I'm going to say a little bit on the quirky funny side. Um yeah that's yeah it, it's just um the name fits so perfectly. <laughs> it's just, it's a very it's a, it's a, a quirky, funny, um, outgoing kind of an energy that's coming through for me. Um, the the word that I'm hearing is, um, and I, I don't know if you can relate to this, is life of the party. Um, well, she's definitely the life of, like, my world, so <laughs> okay, all right. I don't know for anyone else. Okay, all right. It, it's, just, it's, it's funny because he's, she sees herself, this is female, right? Yes, Poochie is yeah. female. Okay, just want to make sure. It feels like she's just, um, you know, she her energy is, how old is she? I think she's about to be 10. Oh, wow, okay. She seems very sprite for that age. Um, Thank goodness. Very bouncy. Very ba- Yes, very, very bouncy energy. Um, that's that question. I'm getting sort of like, um, uh, gosh, it, uh, how do I best put this into words? It it just like those little gophers. Yes. Bobblehead dog. She definitely still acts like a puppy. That's exactly the that, that, exact visual I'm getting is those little gophers at the carnival that you. Yes. Head, it's that, head that, comes that, up, head goes down. Head comes up, head goes. Down. Whack a mole. That is. It, that's perfectly. That's really perfectly described. It's a very fun, uh, quirky, um, uh, uh, laughter-inducing. Uh, kind of an energy, so I'm, I'm yeah. sensing 
that that it, 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 it you know there's um one of her i'm going to say jobs in quotation marks is to make you laugh and um and i can her heart sings when you burst out in laughter that is yeah. like her that is that is it when when that happens that's exactly what she's striving for so um that's that's a really really awesome awesome thing to have um and and you know i i feel that she's able to distract you if you know if something's going on in your life uh she you know she does a little bit of her um you know quirky uh, her her as she calls it her piece she does her piece and you laugh out loud and that that lifts the entire energy up that immediately pulls the energy to a whole different level to one that is a, a, a much higher a much more playful much more playful uh frequency so that's what she yeah. loves and uh she enjoys very much being with you and um and i sense which is really great that um even that that you also have that playfulness within you i'm not sure how often you let that come out but you have that playful energy as well which is really beautiful and there's a nice um you know there's a nice melding a nice going back and forth between the two of you um it's it's more of the as i said more of the um lighthearted fun joyful laughing uh i hear crystalline crystal clear laughter in the background that's what makes her heart sing uh to see you smile to see you laugh to um to have her bounce around the house and just as i said she's very sprite she's very uh she feels like she still has quite a bit of energy and is you know up there and wanting to go 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 that kind of an energy yeah. Okay. That's true. So it. Uh, so let's ask. Let's go back quickly and ask whether there's anything that um, she would like you to know. Let's see. No, she. She just says she adores you, which you know, um, but you do need to hear that she adores you, um, and uh, uh, she loves playtime with you. Playtime, one-on-one yeah. time. Um, uh, Anything that, you know, I feel like she enjoys movement, um, movement as in uh, running, as in, uh, you know, just, just being playful. Uh, I almost see the, the, the equivalent of um, her sometimes almost tumbling um, if she yeah. is too quick. So she enjoys all of that tremendously, and she loves being with you. Yeah, um, when she was, like, four, oh, this happened, like, no, when she was, like, this happened four years ago, um, um, our next-door neighbor's dog attacked her, and, like, she, like, almost died, like, her stomach was hanging outside her body, like, she almost died. Mm-hmm. Um, did that, like, affect her? Let's have a look here. Okay, so first thing is something that you need to know. Um, during that interim period, while this happened, she left her body. So she did not experience it fully physically. That's what I think. So even if um, physically she, you know, she would have um, had the typical signs 
but actually she did not feel it. Okay, um, I'm, I'm I'm literally seeing her her jump out of her body during that experience. Mm-hmm. So it feels to me like she did not sustain anything specifically long term from this. Um, it's it's almost I, I almost want to say that you know I, I I talk a lot about agreements mainly between humans okay however in this in this case i really want to say that there is there was some sort of an agreement between her and that dog that other dog for that to happen um i can't fully tap into the reason of why um but there is definitely there's there's an element of an agreement there um and actually what i'm picking up on is that it was in some way for um what you call spiritual growth, um, and specifically, it also helped you. Um, even though I know that there was a lot of fear and there was a lot of emotions and a lot, of, I, I can feel the the raw emotions around it still. Um, but what's interesting is that uh, on a uh, on a higher level, on a soul level, um, it helped you to A, feel emotions, and B, um, to take years. So this may have happened what I would call subconsciously, meaning that you you may not have been consciously aware of that that's what, what, what actually happened, but that is what is coming through. Uh, so there was there there's definitely an agreement part in there but it so to put this into proper word words what this means is that this attack as traumatic as it was was for everyone's highest good and i know that's a that's that's a tricky one to hear i i do i do know that um it is it, it is for it was for everyone involved highest and I feel that as a result of that, a lot of things started shifting and moving, and also uh, the your your relationship, your bond with her, um, shifted to a deeper level as a result. Yeah, things did start shifting after that. Yes, that is true. Yeah, and that's that's. That's basically what happens. We have a traumatic event, and um, and then there there are often you know different paths that we can take. But in your case, I really do feel that things started shifting for you. And, I never um, really realized that. Yeah, no, you, <clears> often, <throat> you don't realize it until until way after the fact. <laughs> this is quite common, but uh, I. A bit too much like Hurricane Sandy right in the moment to realize it. It's easier oh, looking gosh. backwards. <laughs> it was bad. But, uh, but I feel that the two of you have a, a, a good, a solid connection. Um, and uh, 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 again, you know, a, uh, a connection, a bond that is, uh, that is, as I said, it's solid. It feels good. It feels supportive. Um, and and it, it's... Um, it's helping both of you, so it's um, it's giving both of you joy, and it's you know uplifting both of you. So that's mm-hmm. wonderful. 
Thank you. You are welcome. Oh, thanks for calling. Such Hi, beautiful energy that's swirling <laughs> around here. <laughs> Come back and join us again, or hop back in the chat room. Or you just join us again because I was that was crazy. I was giggling my butt off over here. I was laughing over here. Uh, and as you're like the craziest amplifier and me empath sitting over here, I'm just, I I had to mute because I was giggling too hard. She literally sent me a message on Skype that said, I got to mute. I got the giggles. (laughs) (laughs) You're like the craziest amplifier. It's insane. And then the energy got to I, I I kept seeing the energy running in a circle. I mean, it kind of a lopsided circle because we're not equidistant apart, all of us. But um, like this energy from Poochie came through the line, and then and then it was like circling around the three of us, and then like in a particle accelerator, and then it would shoot back down the line. To yeah, 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 like that, yeah. I said in the chat room that it was a bit vortexy. I'm not sure it vortexy was, is a word, it was, but it is now. Yes, it is. We've made it. Yeah. Because yeah, it was a bit vortexy. It was a lovely vortex. I was enjoying it very much. Um, what a perfect name for that dog. Oh, my goodness. Perfect. Little Poochie Pootie. Oh, wow. And, and, oh, wow. and whack a mole. Just. <laughs> Of. I kept getting this image. Looking around like I, a. I, I got this image of this poodle just up, 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 and I was like, I, how do I put that into words? And then, yeah, it's like the little gopher that comes up and you hit it with the hammer and it, you can never quite get it. And yeah, that was, and that's what got me giggling. And Which often makes off. people laugh their tail off when they can't get the gopher. Yeah, well, I mean, there's nothing funnier than whack-a-mole, really. I mean, if you think about it, whoever came up with that's a genius. Um, I think we need a song just to come down a little bit because that dog is insane. Oh um, yeah, in the way, if you're still listening out there, sweetheart, we mean that with lots of love in our hearts because your your dog from wherever your dog is got us laughing, which we love. So, yeah, yay. yeah. You know, it's like this impasse thing can be interesting, and sometimes it can just be knocked down raucous fun. You know, nothing yeah, like a belly absolutely. laugh from a dog in California or. Somewhere I don't even know. wherever that area code is at. Cool, oh, wow. cool job, Poochie. So we'll. Uh, yeah. I, I I can't think of anything better to go with that than Earth Prayer. Really. Yeah, we'll run with Earth Prayer, I think, and then. Because you know. We'll meet we, back here. We've talked about storms and consciousness in the storms, and it's all Gaia centered. So we'll have a little. Uh, we'll have a little Gaia music, and we'll be right back and. Uh, We'll be in the yellow bubble if it sounds like the intro did to us. (laughs) But we'll be right back, folks. Stay with us.
and below us to the seen and unseen. Those who have walked before and after, we ask your assistance to live simply. Please forgive us for we know not what we do. And we thank you for all your help us. back everybody that was our dear friend Ina V with her song Earth Prayer uh oh no chat in Canada uh, computer you see it's cranky it's well it's time it's time for a it's time for an upgrade it, it uh-uh. I'm telling you the professors talked about that but I'm starting to see it like a lot of people around me's existing equipment is getting really not happy. <laughs> Would be yeah, one way I to can't, put it. <laughs> I can't do anything with the window. I I try I can't shut it down. I can't. Oh well, whatever. It's all good. So deal. I'm sorry about the, the people in the chat. I'm sorry. Uh Phoenix is out for the night. <laughs> but the Skype held up, so we're doing okay. Yeah, so if you want to you want to chat with the Phoenix, you have to you have to call us. Area code eight zero five two four three one three one eight. As I see, we do have a guest in the chat room, and we know you can't type back and type your question in. So you can either register. I think you can do a one click thing with like Facebook or something, and uh, or just give us a call. Uh, or there's a Skype button right up by the phone number on our show page. You can punch that too. We're reachable. Like I used to tell people when I give them, I, I had this. I just printed them here at home. They weren't like printed business cards, but I called them. Uh, it, it said on there, "Rick's Find Me Card," and it had like back then. I had a pager. I had a work phone. I had a home phone. I had a cell phone. Uh, you know, I had. I was a real estate agent. If people can't find you, you can't make any money. So I just were five thousand ways. I even had a toll-free number, and so. I told people, I said, look, there's two email addresses and eight phone numbers on here. If you can't find me, really, you can't find me? <laughs> That's insane. Well, you know, it's one of those things. Now we just, you know, I have one phone number, and really I, it's Skype almost more than anything. I talk to everybody all over the place. Yeah, well, it's handy. It's handy, this Skype thing. Yeah. It really is. 
guests from Australia, guests from all over the place. Just like Absolutely. like nothing to it. As long as you have power and internet and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and your computer works. That part, uh-huh. that part of the uh, grid resetting may not be over, folks. So you know, just hang in there. You know, just call it when you're when the power goes off for a week. Just say, look, okay, I did my three days of darkness. I don't have to do that again. <laughs> All you people thought the sun was going to go out. That's baloney. It was the bedroom light that went out, but <laughs> which is not necessarily a bad thing. I'd like to remind people of that. That you know. It, Sometimes when the hydro goes out or the power goes out, it's a good time, good opportunity to take stock and just, um, you know, I, I know that our family always loved power outages because that was game night. But when it does it for 10 days or 21 days as... Uh, okay, fair as, enough, yeah. Okay, as Nina said, it... it Nerves get a little raw. That's all. That's all. People but know, you know, they're all in do. the boat. But I, I do have to admit, it is kind of a romantic setting at night to sit in the living room and just have a few candles on. <laughs> People are. We should expect a baby boom then. <laughs> People are actually. What happened last time New York power went out? Oh yeah, big baby boom. That's true. <laughs> but uh, but it's also. It's hard in today's world to spend days on end like that without alternating current flying through all of the walls that are surrounding you all the time. And those wires are all given off magnetic fields. And if you don't think it does wacky things to your magnetic field, you should see what it's like for Gene or I if we keep our magnetic headphones on too long. Oh, goodness gracious. I keep the computer off most of the time now. It's an automatic, you know. Yeah, I turn mine off at night now. I never used to do that. And uh, even sometimes during the day, uh, I have nights that I know it needs to do its maintenance thing, and I leave it on. But And this new thing is, wow. Wow. It's uh, quite the upgrade. (laughs) So if that's any mirror, which our physical reality often is, then y'all, you know, Hold on to your socks. Let's let's talk about the upgrade for for a minute and what's coming up. Because before the show, we got an opportunity to talk about two things. And one was what was going on currently. um, And the other is is what's coming up and how to kind of get prepared for that. And we've talked a lot in the last year about those moments of I'm not doing nothing for nobody. And, you know, continue to encourage people to take that opportunity to have the downtime because shift is about to hit the fan. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> well so let's let's talk about what we were talking about quickly well, before the show, which uh, was to say that yeah, the shift is gonna hit the fan. How and why is the shift hitting the fan and what should we be doing before the shift hits the fan? We definitely need to talk about that. We also do have a caller. Oh, dear. Okay, well, let's take the caller first, and then sometime before the end of the show, we'll talk about the shift hitting the fan, because that's always fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got plenty of time. We've got a little extra time if we need it to talk about that, because I do, I do want to talk about that, because the shift is definitely going to hit the fan. So we have a caller from area code 856. 856, you're on the air. Tell us your name and your I question. Do. 
Um, I, let me think. Um, I just love when the shift hits the pan. This is Bill and Rick and Gina. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bill. What's if I say new topic, when the shift hits the pan. <laughs> and it's, just, you know. it's a fun one. It has to, I think, hit the fan oh, yeah. every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, um, you know, the funny thing is, I, you know, I and I, I got to say this. You know, I, I was listening, and we, we talk about this shift, and I always kind of liken it to a clock. You know, when we hit 12 o'clock, from that point on, we are we have been shifting towards one. So we've been in this shift a long time, just that we're becoming more consciously aware of the dynamics and how it's affecting our lives. Um, so this is a great opportunity. Um, but, you know, we need everybody. We don't need just, you know, some of us. We can't awaken and make this shift alone. We have to, you know, do it as a collective. Absolutely, and it it yeah. really is to me. It, it seems like uh, I was a chemistry nut in high school, so mm-hmm. I saw these demos of a nuclear reaction where they use big rat traps and put ping pong balls on them. And like mm-hmm. if you throw one mm-hmm. ping pong ball, that makes two go in the air. When those two fall down, four go in the air, and it it just goes faster and faster until it's like a big right. storm. Yeah. And uh, and if I had yeah. And if I had the mind, I, I would probably say that that's what these Haiti storms and Katrina storms and Sandy storms are about. It's like, you know, the universe telling us that we need to work together and come together. Yes. Absolutely. Well, it's kind of, kind of like us telling us that we need to work together and come yeah. together. I mean, we have to keep in mind that there is this huge um, overlying – well, there was. I'm not going to say there is any longer, but there was for a long time this huge – overlying fear around the whole idea of 2012 and I, I think that there's a little bit of that lingering energetic still still stuck in there so we seem to have this collective idea that we need the shift to hit the fan like literally mm. um, so that it can yeah. be bounced back at us so that we can wake up and I think yeah. that as more and more people become aware of of this change and of this new energetic it's certainly mm-hmm. going to become less and less of it's going to have less and less of an impact simply because a lot of us are now understanding that we don't need all of this hoo-ha to right you know snap us to it we we no longer right. need the slap in the face to wake up we're just you know it's it's morning and the sun's coming up so it's time to get up um mm-hmm. and so i think i think yeah, we're going to see a little bit more of it, but I, I think we're yeah. close to the end now. Oh, and, I don't and, think it'll be. Yeah. I didn't mean it will crescendo and be worse by any means. No, no, I'm just, I'm just clarifying for listeners. I know what you know, and I, I know what Bill, how Bill knows. But you know, for listeners, I, I don't think it's going to get worse. I think it's going to start to peter out, and I think it's going to, people are just going to, like I said, the sun's coming out. It's time to get up. It's, it's a natural. Yeah, yeah transition it's just ripples from the big things that are going to happen now they're just ripples in there so they're not that and it's truly you know it's it's basically it's been a work in progress for all the last few years and so it, it you know they're they're you know as we've progressed through the last few years more and more people have become conscious more and more people have become aware of what's going on and i believe that this is going to continue happening um and yes i agree the 
the shift hitting the fan, as you so nicely put it, is really, uh, technically speaking, not necessary. This whole paradigm of pain and suffering is over with. We do not need it anymore. This is old programming, which is you know in desperate need of being let go of, uh, as it is not serving us at all at this time anymore. If we right. if we choose the path of ease and grace, we experience these. I'm going to call it slight, you know, bumps or you know slight upheavals. So much easier because what's happening is, even if there's a storm outside of us, if we stay centered, that storm has zero effect on us. Because we just ground through, and we just you know, we stand in our, our our own truth, and so the the shifts that are happening are that we are becoming more empowered to actually stand and be. I'm going to say steadfast, rather than have outside circumstances. Um, create an upheaval of sorts that's no longer necessary it's just we can go with the flow um or with the you know just with with the experience and while maintaining our centeredness and our groundedness and that being you know <laughs> knowing that place and and visiting often to sort of listen uh without without any thought of in 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 Andrew that I talked about um I stayed in my home and I lost power for about 3 hours that was it and when the power came back on the internet was already on and you know it was like nothing but when hurricane ike was coming I I lived way north of town we were supposed to shelter in place, and uh, and I just had this overwhelming. And what I kept getting, I had a I had a power pole in my backyard at that house, and what I kept getting was that you know if that falls on the house, you know, you'll be in a bind because nothing will work. And and it was less than a year after I had croaked, <laughs> so I wasn't even walking very well. And driving off to Kerrville to stay at my uh, parents' house was uh, like climbing a mountain or something. I mean, it was just, you know, my dad asked me, how are you going to do that? And I said, well, I'm just going to have to keep driving. And, and and they said, well, if you, you know, if you get so far and you can't come any farther, call us, we'll come get you. And so I took off, and it was slow, and I made a lot of stops. And I had Cassie with me. She was quite old at the time. And... uh but the house wound up being without power for like a week. And then I had this, okay, I'm going to go home now. And the lights were still out, and and but I had this I'm going home now thing. And so I just, that was when I packed up and went home. And I got back to Houston. I got back to the house. It was dark. There was more damage in there than the people that had checked on the house had noticed because they only looked the first day. And... Anyway, so I'm going around, and three or four neighbors come by, and, you know, you shouldn't have come home. You should have waited for the power to come back on. And I said, well, it was time. I needed to come home and see what was going on. And uh, I hadn't been home two hours, and the lights came on. Didn't go off again. 
And I didn't. I had nothing in my mind about it's time to go home now. The lights are going to come on. That's not how that works. It was just it's time to go home now. And logically, it made no sense. Even my dad was like, sure, there's no power. There's no. I said, I got to go see about the house, you know. And uh, and sure enough, the half the roof was the shingles were gone, and I needed to get there so I could hire somebody to put tarps on it. But uh, it can just happen like that. That again, it doesn't have any effect on you because you just were in the right place at the right time. And that really equates to um, listening to your own inner knowing, because that. You know, you hearing or you feeling, I need to get home, that's clear guidance, that's inner knowing, that it's time. And what we tend to often do is to have logic supersede our own inner knowing or our our intuition. And that's basically when things get a little bit tricky. But if if you really simply go with your intuition, always works out well. It always works out really, really well. Yeah, it, it had it been had that same situation occurred before I croaked, I would have immediately dismissed it as insanity. Mm-hmm. Because sure. you know, come on, the lights are out, they've been out for a week, people have been on generators, they're practically at each other's throats. You know. Uh but I just one, I didn't think about a whole lot of that stuff. I just, oh, it's time to go home. I, so I started packing. You know, I mean, <laughs> you don't have you don't have time to think about a bunch of that junk if you just go. You know, and um, uh, I don't know. It was it was quite an experience, and in retrospect, it was more of an experience than than I really knew at the time for sure. And that was even for me that didn't go through the. Ugliness, you know. Candles are fun for a night or two, but yeah, but then it gets old. <laughs> it gets it's really old. Yeah, really old. You're like, how did we do this for centuries? I just wow. My hats off to you, me's that lived through all that. <laughs> so it certainly seems to. Seems to show to me, you know, all those things people were wishing for back then, even though they didn't know they were wishing for electricity and interior lights and air conditioning. But that's energetically what they were wishing for, right? It was too hot. They were thirsty. They were, you know, having to hike off into the woods to find a place to go to the bathroom and, you know, having to find a waterfall to take a bath or a river or, you know. So uh, it's been working all this while. It's just now we get to notice. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> so, Bill, you, we, we've talked about this storm, and and uh, and, and surely uh, Inez, Inez went through it. But uh, you had fun with it up there. How long did you go without juice? Well, actually, it didn't affect me. Um, we're about 20 miles inland from Atlantic City. And um, all we experienced was, you know, wind, you know, and rain. Um, you know, 20 miles, you know, to the east, uh, they were devastated. 
know, you know, by by standards, I, you know, part of the city it was underwater. The inlet was underwater, and there was a tremendous amount of damage and homelessness, and you know, and uh, people that just are facing trials and tribulations as we hear um, to rally to the support. You know, so um, you know, I, you know, for us it was just like I said, you know, some. I didn't see hardly any trees fall as a result of it, but we got uh, heavy rain, you know, rain, you know, for a day and a half, two days, you know. Um, so, you know, I guess in that sense we were blessed, but uh, it still it brought the consciousness for, you know, of what was transpiring, you know, in the heavens, so to speak. So, uh, you know, that was good for everybody, you know, to realize um, that we are not so much as in control as we think we are, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one came across. That one. <laughs> oh yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, that I am not indestructible. And, and be the yeah. great equalizer and make everybody equal. Yeah. Everybody along that beachfront yeah. lost everything they had especially along in this form. Yeah, especially in this form. Yeah, you know, which is you know where we think from. We think from our empirical, you know, perspective. You know, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what "quote unquote" time brings forth. Oh, absolutely. It's, uh, but if you were gonna, you know, if you were thinking about America and you were gonna make a big swat at trying to wake up a big, where where can I, you know, do something and really shake up a a lot of people? Um, New York it, City and New Jersey would, you know, it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it I, would have been hard I, I, to have a storm get that many people anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm a believer that, you know, um, you know, all change starts with me, um, within me. Um, and when that collective consciousness comes about, I, then we can possibly see, you know, you know a, a type of change that is resounding, you know, across the landscape of humanity. Um, but beyond that, not until, you know, as Greg Braden says, you know, with that, the 10% factor or the 1% factor or, whatever number he uses, um, you know, when that factor awakens, you know, then, you know, it has, uh, just like you were talking about the experiment, the one ping pong leads to the two, leads to the four, and it keeps multiplying upon itself. And, you know, that's what we're hoping for, you know, um, whether it's through our well, writing or through our actions, our radio shows. I think we're certainly seeing Keep the talking. beginnings of it. Um, we're certainly seeing the beginnings of it. Uh, I, you know, I, I've, as shocking as it is, gone back to watching TV on a regular basis because I absolutely love what I'm seeing in the media. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to say that it's all good, but I'm seeing a hell of a lot more positive stuff now than I've seen in the last 10 years combined. And you've it's been just ex- phenomenal. You've been experiencing... Yeah, it is multiplying, but if I'm, we go back to the mystics, the mystics have been talking about this time since the beginning of you know time or the beginning beginning of communication, just that fewer listening, then more listening, then more listening, you know. So now we see more prolific listening, I guess you would call it. Um, people are listening to the things that are happening, transpiring around them, you know, seeking answers, you know, and that's that's really the, the basis of it. We have, we have to kind of seek those answers, the things we do not understand, and you know, then we start to resonate with the answers, you know, you know. They have been constant. They have been consistent. They don't change. Um, you know, those laws are, are built on permanent. And, you know, so it, it's good to see, you know, via the news or via the other media that we can learn that other people are awakening. Um, and, you know, 
all I'm, I'm trying to do is just trying to figure it out and answer the call. Maybe not figure it out, just see it, you know, as opposed to figure it out, you know, because I think that our figuring has failed us, you know, tremendously. Oh, yeah, and that, that seeking for certainty, you know, I'm going to figure it out in advance yeah. so yeah. that I know yeah. what's yeah. going to happen so that I know which way to go to be safe. Yeah, and, yeah. And, um, yeah. I've likened it several times uh, to being on a bicycle heading downhill with your hands off the handlebars, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> you know. And yeah. uh, But if you've been riding for a while, you can do that with confidence, you know. But right. the, the first time right. you take your hands off, even on a flat road, is pretty edgy. <laughs> and and like yeah, that chain reaction, that nuclear chain reaction, that atomic, you know, they told two friends and they told two friends, it goes faster and faster and is louder and louder and more and more like just chaos. And then there is the moment when all right. of the little rat traps have popped and there is this sudden silence and peace. It's very sudden. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's hard to think about with because with a nuclear bomb, there's this devastation left behind and this. and yeah, But there's never been a quieter place than the center of that blast region right after the blast because nothing right. was left that was moving. And right. um, and I just, you know, I'm 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 not saying we're all going to go to bed on December 20th and wake up December 21st in a whole different world. I, it's possible. I'm not going to say it's impossible because I don't want to put any limitations on what's going to happen. Because I I don't think we can know from right. the way we think today. I think we have to wait yeah. for when it hits and. Because I'm like I'm like Jane. I everything I see in the news practically is good news. Somebody drops a bomb on somebody, and if you if you keep looking, like you don't stop there. If you just keep looking, you find twenty citizens of the countries involved posting videos on YouTube, going, "We don't want this war." Right. Yeah. It it's it doesn't it, take very much of that not, before people start to stand up. It's not so much about the negative or what you would term to be negative experiences that we're still seeing the remnants of. It's about the reaction to them. Um, that yes. has changed so much that it's it's almost like living in a different world. I mean, I'm thinking back to 9-11 and, and the response was almost immediate, you know, we, we have to retaliate was was the mentality but now people are rethinking that and they're not doing it quietly and this is the beauty of it they they essentially just put their foot down and said okay enough's enough this is bullshit we don't want to play this game anymore and since we're the ones who are right. supposed to be in charge then we're going to make it you know stop we're taking our ball we're going home we're done and and I think that that's that's what people need to be looking for. Don't look for the death and destruction that is, is you know, possibly going to continue for a little while longer. Look for the reaction to it. And how has that changed over the last five years, over the last two years, over the last year even? What's the response and, you know, now? 
And, you know, Nikki, you, you said it right. I mean, and speaking on just that particular dynamic, you know, so many of the quote-unquote soldiers have come home with new consciousness about the value of human life and uh, their part in it. Um, they have come home and said, hey, look, you know, like, you know, why am I pointing a weapon on another human being? Um, and, you know, it sounds like a simple thing, um, though it can be made very complex in, in the expression. But if you stop and you said, if everybody just decided to put down weapons, there could be no more war, period, point blank. Yeah. It's just that simple. Yeah. You know, um, it is. You know, that's, it, it's yeah. the simplest thing in the world. What happened if they had a war and nobody showed up? Well, nobody would die. That would be that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess and, we stuff with negotiating. <laughs> and these pioneers, these these people posting these videos, I mean, that first one, that Israeli citizen saying, look, this is my message to the people of Iran. I, I, I don't hate you. I don't want to go to war with you. I don't even know you. Right. And And like a cascade... Iranians were posting videos, more Israelis were posting videos all about, we love you, we don't want to go to war with you. Yeah. And we don't even know you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because when that first yeah. one, when that first one does it, it, it is, it's like, a, it's like popcorn or something. It, right. And, uh, and it's uh, the same thing, I mean, to be quite frank and to be quite blunt, how can anybody, and I, I know that it's still going on, but how can anybody in Canada or the United States contemplate going to war with anybody? I'm sorry, I can't contemplate going to war with any single race out there because over the period of my lifetime, I've met a representative of all of them and probably loved and been friends with because I'm blessed enough to live in a multicultural country. How, how, can, how can I go to war with my neighbor, regardless of the fact that that's my, my brother or my sister, because we're all human, but just the fact that I I am in direct contact because of where I am blessed enough to live with people of different cultures. How how can I even, you know... And it, it, the Internet is allowing that in a in a virtual way. It's not... It's not seeing each other in, in, in looking each other's eyes quite, but with the video skyping and the and the stuff, you know, I see these kids. I mean, Travis got on Facebook when he was living over here at my house, seventeen year old Travis, and within two weeks he had friends he was video skyping with all over the planet. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't, he just doesn't think about that when he makes friends with somebody. You know, right. he he doesn't even look at where are they. He just he looks at them and their profile picture and a couple of posts on their wall and goes, "Yeah, that looks like you look cool," and says yes to the friendship and then they start talking. And and then sometime later they figure out where they're at because it doesn't matter to them. They don't see that. And uh you know, I went through a gauntlet this morning trying to uh I'm sending a birthday present to my niece Jean's daughter Maddie a uh, Christmas present and so being electronics I know that it's very difficult to get those through customs it's like was it you said Jane root canals are better than customs it's, uh, yeah I, I prefer root canal to trying to get something through customs it's, it's not like Especially when you with go, electronics 
not like when you go through customs, you know, getting off the airplane and you're going to visit somewhere and, you know. It's it's very very different when it's a box from Dell with a brand new computer in it. You have to I have to certify where the origin of every part is. What country did it come from? And I have to certify that it doesn't have any US secrets in it. And all kind of oh my god. So I thought, well, I'll just call a Canadian, I'll call Dell Canada. They have Dell in Canada. And I'll call them. And you know, credit cards work everywhere, debit cards, Visa, uh, it's where you want to be, and... <laughs> Not today. <laughs> oh, my Lord, it was just... Their computer system won't l- allow a billing address in the United States because it's the website for Canada. Right. And I'm like, man, these borders and these silly, silly imaginary fences just have to go. It's, and yeah. what is what is odd to me about you know what's really odd to me about um about the whole border issue is that the people taking the the order weren't in Canada or the US. No. So they're they're they have no India. problems with doing business and hiring people in other countries to answer the phones and to take the orders and to set this all up via the World Wide Web, which is our, our most beautiful Big current virtual gift operation. to us, which is awesome. But then when you try to actually take the physical thing, so we've got the non-physical part of it down pat. We figured out that. We've got the communication thing down to a fine science. We've got that. What we can't seem to quite do is transition that over to the actual physicality of reality and and it's it's almost like that's mirroring people's inner struggle because they've got this okay i get the whole spirit thing i get the whole center piece thing but how do i transition that into my normal everyday life and that's what this experience that rick has had says to me it's like that's still there that little tiny struggle that they they have this little wall up that it's it's somehow difficult it's got to be a challenge we have to you know overcome something in order to take what we know to be a truth which is we can talk to anybody in the world and get along just fine with them we can work with them but to actually ship something across a border is like this whole yeah so even when you try to, I was trying to do the right thing, right? I'm going to support the Canadian company to deliver a product to a Canadian citizen, and and money is money. You know, it. You can use your visa. If I was visiting Canada, I could go with my visa card and and buy dinner, and it's not a big deal, right? Um, but this was a huge deal, and um, you know, bless everybody's hearts, we did get it done. And uh, uh, I I only went to shouting once. I but you know it 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 is to me that frustration that negative emotion feeling when going through that is the indicator that look this is ridiculous this is silly this is silly it's like it's like the attorney that went into court. Um, he represented some people that worked at Area 51, the secret U.S. 
doesn't exist. The government said over and over it doesn't exist. Base. These guys worked there. Their work made them sick. But because it was secret, they couldn't say anything about it, so they didn't have health coverage for the illness. And the attorney representing these guys is standing in front of the appeals court, and the government attorney is there, and, you know, the United States government categorically denies the existence of any such thing, and blah, blah, blah. And and the attorney representing the guy said, Judge, I put you in a car and drive you there. It's right there. We got pictures. What? It doesn't exist. And of course, all it accomplished was there was a presidential decree from Clinton, I think, that uh, uh, Clinton or Bush won. But but a decree of yes, there's a base there, and what they do is so important to national security that they don't have to talk to you. So it didn't pierce the veil of secrecy yet, but it pierced the veil of we don't even have to. We just act like it's not there. They finally had to say, it's there, and we're not going to tell you what we do there. So, you know, again, that's a step towards the ultimate revelation when you go from it doesn't exist to, yeah, it exists, but we're keeping it a secret. Now they had to say that. They had to admit that. They had to move that far, much farther down to no secrets, no borders, no none of that. Everybody I talked to all over the... <laughs> Everybody I talk to all over the world, they're talking about what they're going to have for dinner and this movie they want to see or some TV show. You know, I got to go. Dancing with the Stars is coming on. You know? <laughs> I got to go. Australia's got talents coming on. You know? And I'm like, what? Oh, America's got, yeah, Australia's got, oh, yeah, okay. And, I mean, it's even the same TV shows. They just copy it and take it over there. And so... It literally is like you'd be talking, you'd have a conference call with somebody in Europe, somebody in Australia, and somebody in the United States, and somebody in Canada, and you could all be wanting to get off the phone so you could go watch Dancing with the Stars. Now, come on. And in the meantime, Dancing with the Stars is going to feature dances probably from like 10 different cultures, and nobody's going to think anything of it. So, I mean, the, the really, the joke of it is, is that the common, the common, person, man, woman, child, just no longer really gets the whole border thing. Um, and and it's it's really just a matter of waiting for the governments to catch up. Cause, yeah, well, that's how it starts. You know, eventually, the kids that are talking to their friends in other countries, like three different friends in three different countries all at the same time on Skype or via some chat, I mean, there's so many different chat forums now, but I mean, those kids are eventually going to be in power. And do you think they're really going to tolerate this ongoing division? They're not. Because yeah, why? The, my, my buddy lives over there, and you're telling me I can't go visit? My best friend, you know, I talk to him every day for three hours, and you're telling me I can't send him a Christmas present without pulling teeth and talking to your supervisor and screaming gonna, and yelling and standing on my left it's just ear? not going to She's not going to wash anymore. So, I mean, it's just a matter of time. And I think that uh, ultimately we're, you know, we're seeing the beginnings of that now. And we should just enjoy it while it happens. Yeah. It's happening. You know, yeah. whether some people like it or not, it's happening. And and even if it it gets like a nuclear reaction and gets faster and noisier, you don't have to. Your rat trap already popped. You don't have to participate. <laughs> 
in the noisiness if you can watch it and it's it's fun to watch it's fun to watch you know but you get beat up pretty bad if you're up there bouncing around with all the balls <clears throat> and uh, but that that'll shake somebody away for sure but i think that yeah, i'm just going to add one thing i know we've gone over time uh, and i appreciate everybody staying with us uh but uh, you know all these light workers and other people that you know say they're awakened that complain and whine about the the mass of humanity is not going to wake up they're too sound to sleep they i need to shake them would you quit thinking that yeah really everybody in new jersey's awake enough they don't really need you to pound their head with a big storm yeah some of them did so that was an agreement and so it happened and some of them came through pretty peacefully and able to help each other like bill but but really well, it's you know. just a little reminder. Little reminder is that you know, if, if if our reality is in fact a mirror of our thoughts, then the longer you think that people need to wake up, then people will continue to need to wake up. Mm, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So why not uh, just run with? I got faith in humanity. We're doing fine. Leave it alone. Shift happens. Get over it. We are wow, awakening. This, this is amazing. We 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 really do need to get off the air because we're past time, and uh, I know that Inez and Jane both uh, have things to do, uh, and I want to apologize to our callers. We've had two people call in the last five minutes, and uh, we I would I would bring you online just to say good night, but we we uh, Inez just can't stay to answer the questions and. Uh, uh, but we are having her back. We will yes, have her back. Yes. So, you know, keep your eyes on the website. <laughs> keep your eyes on the website, everydayconnection.me, and uh, we appreciate find us on Facebook coming, and all that stuff. Calling, uh, come back. Uh, just two more days on Thursday after we get past the uh, eclipsing. Uh, we have uh, Dr. Doctor Who? Jean? <laughs> Dr. Who? <laughs> Dr. Who? But Doctor Who would be cool. Doctor Who. Doctor Scott Werner is going to come and talk about well, parasites. Cool. The uh, a a a traditionally trained medical doctor who surrendered his medical license eventually so that he could treat people the way he knew would make them better uh, because he got over cancer. Uh, through doing this, and um, so that's going to be a wild and interesting show. So please join us Thursday. Thanks so much for being here, and to our callers that we couldn't get you on the air, call us back. We we do this every Tuesday and Thursday night. So uh, we love all of you guys, and uh, join us Thursday. And uh, until then, stay connected. Bye. Thank you. Good night, all. Good night, everybody. We hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, visit our website at everydayconnection.me. And please like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Think you might miss an episode? No problem. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your everyday connection.
Do it again, sir. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.